Hey, what's up, guys? We are back with another episode of The Rig in the middle of this Corona stay-at-home thing that we're doing. And so this is our very first ever uh, virtual podcast interview. I have Becca Starr, one of our coaches here, with me today. And uh, we're going to see how this Zoom rec recording goes uh, for, for, uh, for getting this interview. Um, so how are you doing today, Becca? I'm doing well. Yeah, we are just uh, adapting every day and doing the best we can, trying to stay positive, waking up thankful, and we're doing great. Absolutely. We were, uh, we were slated to have a running clinic here at uh, mm -hmm. CFN uh, this past weekend, wasn't it? Like the yes. last Saturday, I think it was. Um, and so I wanted to kind of take a, uh, uh, this, this opportunity to talk to you a little bit about running because you were obviously um, the person who was going to be doing our running clinic. Um, and uh, what is it like, why do you, so I, I feel like there's a lot of people who dislike running. I'm one of those people who dislikes running. <laughs> why, why do you like it? I have loved running for a very long time. Actually, I was really into distance running before I started CrossFit. Um, something I love about running is like the mental element of it. It's a great stress reliever, just like any other exercise, but um, just that steady uh what running is when you're running you're just doing the same thing so it's really easy to kind of decompress and um i love that side of running i also love that you don't need anything you can run anywhere uh you don't even need shoes if you don't actually have them you can you can run anyone can do it anywhere they are so absolutely it's, it's a it's one of those like body weight training things that like you mentioned you can take it anywhere and it's available to you at any time um and it's also i think something too that you can probably like the intensity is very easy to change. Whereas opposed to like typically in the gym, we think about changing intensity by changing the weight on the bar or like uh, the, the quote unquote, the volume that it is that you're doing. Um, like you can change paces on running pretty quickly, right? Like you can, you can make a, a long, slow distance day or you can make it like a sprint day or you can go. You can find some hills. Yeah. Um, and there's tons of ways to play with your running, like Farkle runs where, you know, if you want to be really regimented, you could do that where you're sprinting for a minute and you're resting for 30 seconds or whatever. But you could also just like, hey, I'm going to sprint to that tree and then I'm going to slow down for a little bit. And then when I feel like it again, I'm going to sprint to that mailbox. Um, so you can totally play with it and make it interesting. So I think a lot of people don't realize there's like a lot you can do to your running workout to make it fun or make it interesting yeah. or make it challenging or less challenging so you don't feel like it or you know yeah. so that was one that was one of the things i appreciate i appreciated from our uh uh running uh, series that we did last year um was you had different kind of entry levels you know you had your entry or your beginner you had your intermediate and advanced um and then like based upon what people like to do with their running which is one of those things like mentioned earlier i don't necessarily like to run um <laughs> but you gave you gave pe people the opportunity to uh, experiment with it right like to 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 play around with these different training uh styles or training st strategies um, to figure out like, oh, hey, I don't, maybe David has only, in, in, you know, experienced what it was like to run cross country in high school. And, you know, the four days a week of, you had your interval day, you had your long, slow distance day, you had your, um, your hill sprints day. Uh, I didn't like that type of training, but are there other methodology, you know, other, other running methodologies out there that I might enjoy instead? Um, and right. the answer is probably yes. Um, but I, I appreciated that you were giving those, uh, giving those strategies to people for them to say, Hey, yeah. you, you don't, you don't need to be like 200 meters on and then 400 meters off. And then 
you don't even need to be super detailed about your time on and time off. It's literally like, hey, I'm going to sprint to that telephone pole over there. And when I get to that telephone pole, I'm going to jog for that, till that mailbox. And then I'm going to sprint to the next telephone pole. Um, and that's a that's a, a, a cool, I'm going to say a less stressful way to get into um, to get right. into the art of running. Right. Or if you feel like, gosh, I don't want to just go at a medium speed the whole time. Like, don't. <laughs> and then when you're ready and you feel like it okay when i get once i get to that tree i'm gonna push it for a little while until i feel tired do it you know it's yeah. it's flexible and you can just kind of learn and that's another thing that's been fun um i actually just did a run with my little sister who's 12 um and she's a soccer player so she sprints all the time um and and doesn't necessarily see the value yet of long distance running but we did two miles and she was like wow i've never done anything like that before uh but just to test like different modalities of it she yeah. she was like oh i should do this again that was kind of interesting <laughs> just to do like can you go slower so that you can go for a longer distance yeah. um it's definitely a, it's definitely a definitely a way that you can you can play with paces like yeah. autom automatically um so this might be a, a a no no duh or no brainer question um but do you believe that people should be running uh i absolutely believe that people should be able to run okay um, that's the way okay. i would phrase it i think everyone should be able to run mm. uh, well you know besides injury uh disability sure. yeah you know, yeah but in terms of like if you have the if you have the capacity to run you should know how to run right yes um i think there are very many benefits to it and I, I try to not allow our athletes to say like, oh, I'm just gonna row today. Well, why? Uh, yeah. You know, let's see if we can, whatever that what's holding you back, let's see if we can fix it. Um, I would love for people to see running as something that they can do late in life. You know, I feel like people's mentality is like, well, once I get to a certain age, my knees are gonna be bad, my hips are gonna be bad, I'm just not gonna mm -hmm. run anymore. Or like, you know, over 50 or 60, they just decide that that running is actually bad for them um, because of the stress that it puts on your joints. Um, if you run well, especially throughout your life, you should totally be able to continue running uh, late into life. So I think that's my goal. That's kind of like my driving factor of why I want people to run well so that yeah. they can run for as long as they possibly desire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And I think, I think that's a, that's a, a very, it's a good cross. I mean, it's very similar to, I mean, what it is that I like to do, which is um, help people realize that the the story that they've been the, sold about, like, oh, well, when you're when you get older, your body's gonna break down, and you're just you're not gonna be able to do the things that you've always done. I think is a is a is a, a falsity, and I think that it's like the more that you can open people's eyes up to, like, hey, there's lots of things that you can continue doing as long as you're doing them appropriately, and you're 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 not you're not blowing yourself out, or you're not like causing yourself injuries. There's a lot of things you can do for as long as you want to do them, um, and and giving people that 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 peace of mind I think is is a really Im impactful right. and beneficial thing. Um, I was talking last night about um, a triathlon we did a couple years ago and how shocked we were. So in a triathlon, I don't know if you've ever done one. They write your age on the back of your calf, um, just to you know mark you as your as an athlete. And yeah. during the the bike especially but in the run especially also getting passed by people in the 60s and 70s was a very humbling experience for both of us um yeah. 
but that just goes to show you that if you start now and you continue and you you stay mobile and you stay strong you can do these things into your 80s i mean and, and beat people in their 30s that don't know maybe what they're doing or <laughs> aren't as, yeah. as you so yeah age is definitely something i don't want people to ever feel limited by um for sure for yeah. sure. So my, my next, my next couple questions, I think kind of tie together. Um, and I think they really, honestly, they, they probably hit on uh, some of the things that you've already talked about. And that is um, why do you think most people dislike running? And maybe, maybe not most people, but a lot of the people, especially in the CrossFit space, dislike running. Why do you think that is? Sure. I think people have created stigmas in their minds for, for running. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it related to, I think it's a mix of these two weird things happening where it's like, yeah, I can run, so I don't need to practice it. Like, it's just a natural movement. Everybody can do it. So they have this thought there, but then they say, so they, that thought turns into, okay, if I go run Murph after not running for however many years or since last Murph, and then they're thinking, yeah, because I don't need to practice it. Everybody knows how. Well, then they go out and they run a mile, a bunch of stuff in another mile they're not trained, they're not conditioned for that. So then they feel hurt or they feel sore. So I think it's kind of a battling of like, yeah, I don't love it, so I'm not gonna do it. Well, then I did it and I, I was really, these parts of my body were really sore for a long time. My calves were hurting, my, my shins were hurting yeah. because they don't do it very often and they don't pay attention to form. And then that just makes their feeling for running worse. <laughs> yeah. Remember last time I ran three miles when I haven't ran for six months to a year before that? Yeah. And then I was really sore. Well, just like our other movements, we don't just not squat for six months and then go for a heavy yeah. squat. You know, we, we warm ourselves up. We start yeah. a program maybe, <laughs> you know? So they you, work on your, you work on your technique, right? We, you, you don't just right. load up 300 pounds on your back and like go down and right. hopefully hope for the best. Like you have technique right. associated with that. Um, and, and that's a that's a that's a really good point, and I think it's even more um, magnified. I think that you 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 talked about like we we are in shape, like we're relatively in shape individuals, and then we do something that we're not used to, and it's a lot harder than we think it should be for how in shape we are. Right. Um, whereas if if maybe you're like the the idea of the couch to five k, that's a different kind of tough. Like if you're going from doing nothing to doing running, yeah, it's going to hurt, and it's going to be you know your lungs are going to be burning. Um, but I think that there's a lot of people who it's an ego hit, right? Yeah. Um, where it's like, I, I, I work out all the time, but this thing, it always makes it like, I, it's so much harder than it should be. It's like, well, you don't do it very much. Right. <laughs> and, right. And, Next and, podcast, swimming, same topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freaking even way worse than that, right? Because now you have to, you're forced to hold your breath for strokes right, at right. a time and way more technique oriented. Right. We definitely want our CrossFit athletes to know, like, you are in shape enough to run, but there are other things, parts of form, parts of warm-ups that you can do to make yourself more efficient when you're running and make yourself less sore. If you're running yeah. a certain way, you're not fatiguing muscles that you shouldn't be when you're running, yeah. which is another reason I think people don't like running because their shins hurt. Well, there's ways that you can run better so that those things don't happen and you yeah. can run longer and you can run periodically oh. it doesn't hurt well shoot in, enter insert any repetitive stress injury associated with running and i think i don't know off the, maybe you know it off the top of my head off the top of your head um like what the injury occurrence rate is with running i'm pretty i'm i think it's significantly high compared to like something like 
uh, yeah. Olympic weightlifting or powerlifting even or, or CrossFit. I want to, it's less than like football. I think it's less than football and baseball, but I think it's higher than some of the, the fringe sports. Um, and a lot of that just has, I mean, part of that is because of how many people are, are running. Um, but a lot of that has to do with the repetitive stress injuries of, and this is what we're going to talk about next, of inappropriately running or um, loading, loading the body inappropriately while running, um, right. like the ankles, the knees, the hips. Um, the low back, even for some people who are lacking some hip extension, um, and I think maybe the, maybe the, a good question is how how or why do you think uh, form is important during running, or how sure. important is it? I guess maybe. Sure. Well, okay. Let me bring up an example because it goes with what you just talked about. So you personally, David, ran cross country in high school, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've yep. had this conversation before that you ran cross country for a really long time. You were good at running. When did you ever practice form? in high school uh, cross country. I thought you were going to say win in my life. I'm going to say last year during our, <laughs> our, our <laughs> During high school cross country, Never. how many days did you spend working on form? Never. Right? So Never. all these people, a lot of people, there are like the top of the top, they run well because that's their sport. But even through high school and college sports, people aren't taught good mechanics of running, which is crazy to me. And form is very important to avoid those injuries, to make it more enjoyable, to, you know, yeah. help you continue to do better for a longer amount of time. It's crazy that yeah. that was your sport. And <laughs> teaching, and it's simple. Like, it, there's, there's very easy things that people can do to, to tweak their form. It doesn't have to be perfect, but things that you can do to make it from this quality to like way better quality. Well, and, and I think you hit on a super important thing there, right? Like I dislike running <laughs> and I was never taught how to run. And I, it's obviously correlation doesn't equal causation, but like, I think a lot of people dislike running because it's uncomfortable and because it causes pain. And if it didn't cause those things, it would probably be more enjoyable and right. more likely to do those things again. If I didn't have, so like I had, I have significant ankle mobility issues. Um, caused by my heel striking during my running. I have hip extension issues, um, probably not caused by running, but definitely exacerbated by lots of running with a kind of a forward torso posture. Um, right. and, and would I like running better if I was taught that, oh, you don't have to be in pain while you're running. I would, the answer would probably be yes. <laughs> like in my, in my mind, I'm like, oh, in order to run fast, you're going to hurt. Like that's maybe not necessarily what it has to be. And I think that maybe that would be, um, it would be kind of a, and assist for people to, to enjoy running more if they had some of that form and technique. Um, so on that topic, if, uh, what do you think that most people, and this is obviously generalities, you know, you're in a broad general brushstroke here. What do you think that most people should know about running, maybe running technique or just running in general that they don't know? Um, kind of like what we said before, there are really simple, changes that you could do um to make yourself more efficient um maybe another thing is like our bodies are built to run they are um <laughs> as human beings that's one thing that sets us apart from any other species is that we can run for very long distances we were built to do that yeah. so when we're having pain and things like that your body was made to do this but you might actually be doing it a little bit incorrectly. And that's where the issues come from. Um, but just know that you were made to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
that's uh that's that's an interesting it's an interesting because you have someone like me who's like i just don't like to run and you're like well I, I mean maybe you don't like to that's fine but it's also like until you give it a, it's like my mom always says like until you you know until you've tried the thing and you've given it a fair shake can you really say you don't like it um and so it's probably unfair of me to 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 say that i dislike running or for people to say they dislike running if you've never tried doing it appropriately right like doing it in appropriate dosage first of all always like one of yeah. those like someone's like oh i started running and i ran out i ran a 5k today i'm like no no <laughs> that was not where we needed to start uh or or they sign up for a 5k and that's like their first experience as they go out and run a 5k and like oh man it was terrible i didn't wasn't able to walk for a week <laughs> like well that was probably not the fair shake to give to running um so yeah the the idea of it that our bodies are that's like saying, uh, I want you to try broccoli, and you're like, well, I ate like four heads of broccoli, and it was awful. <laughs> and it was all, and it, I, I only tried well, raw broccoli. I only tried it raw, and I, <laughs> yeah, and I made sure that it was, I took it out of the freezer, and I ate it right out of the freezer. Like, well, yeah. that's not how, that's not how you're supposed to eat broccoli, David. You know that, right? <laughs> well, I'm like, no, but I just hate broccoli. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, and so I, I think on that same topic, so you bring, you, we've, we've talked about technique and form and how people are, de are designed for this running. Um, what is the most common, uh, flaw or maybe technique error that you typically see people exhibit? Sure. Well, so this is kind of where our whole running together, you and I started as you were like, Becca, did you realize your heel striking a little bit? And I was like, what? No way. Heel striking is one of the most, uh, common flaws in running form. But I want to also add that um, heel striking can be like when I say, hey, you need to fix your heel striking. That's like, uh, I, I, okay, land on something different. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a hard, that's not really a path to um, fixing it. Um, so heel striking is the problem, but there's many things we do to fix that. So one of them would be cadence. That's a very easy thing that we've talked about. We've tried to teach our athletes is increase your cadence. Um, and that, that takes care of the majority of heel striking issues. Um, but heel strike is what, what causes probably the majority of injury, um, which is why we don't like it. Um, can you, can you talk about that? Can you talk sure. about that a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're heel striking, it's like you're reaching out in front of your body, your heel is hitting first. It's like putting a brake on your running. So uh, when we talk about good running form, we want gravity to do the work. And if we're breaking every single time, then we have to push off and we have to propel our body forward with our own energies rather than using gravity and the forces that are already working in your favor. So when you're hitting with your heels every time, your body is stopping rather than falling forward, uh, you don't have to push yourself forward. So first thing we want to work on is changing our cadence, bringing our feet closer together because we're touching the ground more often. Chances are you're gonna still hike heel strike less at least. Right. And, and isn't there something about like the amount of body weight that each limb, or like when you do the heel strike, there's a, like, it's like 200% of your body weight going in, like when you heel strike out in front of you and it goes into your ankle, to your knee, to your hip. And so it's, it's, I thought there was a higher ground reaction force when the person puts right. their foot out in front. I know that, um, but you're totally right. It transfers your, your heel or your ankle yeah. into your, into your hip. That's why well, you and you're, those areas. Absolutely. They're, and they become hot spots. And, and especially if you're running hard, like if you're running fast and doing that and you're like, you're running hard. Um, and, and I mean, you're missing a lot of the shock absorbers. So one of the reasons why we train our musculature 
um, is so that we can, in fact, so like we talk about Olympic lifting a lot here, and that's like training a jump, right? Um, and it's beneficial to be able to, to jump and land and do so in an athletic way. Um, and right. if you imagine jumping and then keeping your legs locked out as you hit the ground, like there's like, <laughs> yes. oh, like it's, it's like I'm a gigantic. Every time you run, it heals <laughs> That's like, and, and like you're hitting the ground and like you have the shock that goes like all the way up your spine. Like that's almost what happens when you kind of hit, hit that heel out in front and you have right. this like locked out joint that has no muscles that can help it. It's just literally the ankle joint, the, the bones of the mid, the lower leg, the bones of the upper leg and the hip that's kind of all taking that force. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a potent combination for people who, who don't <laughs> have any injuries <laughs> <laughs> for don't have any injuries. But if you do have any injuries or you're, someone who is maybe not as uh, uh, well-versed in the, in the world of running, yeah, you're going you're gonna to end up with hot knees, hot ankles, hot shins. You mentioned shin splints earlier, or, or, or uh, shin issues, um, hot shins or hot hips associated with running. And yeah, that's, that's one of those, it's going to be, it's a byproduct of what's happening there. Definitely, yeah. Um, if you were to say, uh, if you wanted to, to pass on one thing, to a person who's like on the edge about wanting to improve their running. Um, maybe to the person, maybe even to the person who's like, you know what, running isn't for me. What would that one thing be? Uh, for one, I would have them talk to one of our uh, people from our last clinic, Tina. She loved running before. She didn't even dislike running, but after she fixed her form with us, she said she never had, she doesn't have pain anymore, you know? So. And Look she had she she had movement. torn torn knee ligaments from running type of thing like yeah. she had like significant body damage associated right. with running, and, and which I just so I love her talking about a running clinic because I'm so glad it was able to help somebody. But try to look at running just like other movements that you do. You don't just go even though you. Can you step back and look at, hey, what can I do to be better at running? And what can I do to build my running slowly, a more healthful way? Um, and that you can run. That's what I want people to know. You know, we can help you run. Other people yeah. can help you run. We can get you there. If that's something that you want to even just to know that you can do, you know? Yeah. I love to just not have things that I'm scared to do or I avoid for certain reasons. I don't need you to go to commit to running a half marathon, but I want you to feel comfortable in, in running if it's in the workout um, or you just are antsy and you've had a rough day and you need a way to decompress. Running should be an option for you. Yeah. Um, I think that it's a, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It should be, it should be something that's not going to break your body down, but can actually use as a, I mean, you mentioned this earlier, your ability to, to, uh, anytime we have like a, a repetitive movement that we can do as a human being, like you have the opportunity to go into what we call a flow state. Um, and I think that people who are, um, I'm going to say more used to running, have the ability to kind of zone out while they run and they can get yeah. to this place of like, it becomes like a somatic meditation or like a, 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 your body's moving, but your kind of brain is like silenced and you're focused and you're not thinking about other things. You're just kind of moving. Um, and it becomes a, an ability for you to kind of zone out. Um, and in order for you to get to that place though, you have to have put some time in the seat and it's right. almost impossible to put time in the seat. If you're in the entire time you're running saying, I hate this, this is stupid. My body hurts. <laughs> like you're not going to be there very easily. I think and right. if that's the case. Right. I also want people to know it doesn't take a lot, you know, it's not, it, it shouldn't take 
a, it, you know, like if I were to prescribe someone, it's going to take a year of us working together for you to get better at running. Some of you can get better at running in, in an hour or, you know, basic things can really, you know, and then you know those pieces and you can work on them on your own. It shouldn't take tons of work. Um, there's simple things that we can do together to, to really improve. So. I mean, and so we were planning on doing the, 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 the running clinic here was going to be an hour or two hours long. Yeah, and there's a significant, are. there's a significant amount of um, progress that can be made in that time, especially for people who are, I'm going to say not adverse to running like it. I think that right. <laughs> anytime you're working with somebody who's like, I'm actively against this thing is like, okay, we might need to yes. work a little or bit longer. Your level is low. You know, we may need to stretch it out a little bit for you to actually get fit while doing this but people that can come to us already in good shape we can fix your running and get you out on the road yeah and i mean shoot even um like the last the last running clinic that we did um it ended with a 5k um and there was people who ran a 5k who'd never ran a 5k before um and this is one of those i think there's there's after they were in decent shape it felt good exactly and that's i think there's a lot of people who have who have goals of running a marathon or doing a triathlon um and maybe the 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 distance or the the, the component of running is is nerve-wracking for them um and with the idea of being like okay if that's the case let's spend some time let's spend some time uh working on those things in a way that's not going to tear a body down but is going to make right. you feel better yeah. afterwards and just add a little confidence that you know you can do this thing that's currently out of your reach in a way that's not going to cause problems so absolutely absolutely yeah. well becca anything else that you want to leave these people with before uh, before we take off today oh just enjoy the weather an easy way to do that is running <laughs> but absolutely. just keep on it guys we're going to be back together before we know it and i'm excited to see y'all yeah it's going to be good all right becca yep. well thank you so much for joining us uh this is david aka pope tart signing off for this episode of the rig we'll talk to you guys next week